0: Now that I've got your attention, warning! This manly podcast contains manly content, manly angry language, manly acts of medical drama, manly jury-rigged medical procedures that most in the world would deem as ludicrous and insane, and the manly bastard clone of Blackjack and Kenshiro. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 226. You are already healed. Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of the Spark and Manga Review. Some podcasts and vague reviews about kinetically enhanced narratives. I'm your manly hosan saying, Konnichiwa, Aloha, Bonjour, and What's Up. Yes, I am back for another fun filled episode of the Spark and Manga Review, a podcast that provides informative reviews about various pop culture entities from video games, movies, mangas, comic books, and other amazing and wonderful things. I tell you the best and worst parts about it. If the characters are manly, if the plot is manly, if the show is manly, if the art style is manly, and if it's worth investing your time in. (coughs) Okay, I cannot keep that up. The manliness and testosterone is way too high. Seriously though, Spirekin, we provide informative views about various different connected-enhanced narratives, stuff you can look, touch, feel, and we tell you the best and worst parts about it. Now, you don't have to agree with anything I say, but we're a little funny. We try to entertain you as best we can, and we've been doing this for nine years. We do the best we can to make you know about these mangas and make a choice about them. Now, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyrecon.com. You can email me at xanatspyrecon.com. That's X-A-N, not Z-A-N. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Stitcher, iTunes, MySpace, Snapchat, the PSN network, and even the Nintendo network. If you want to know what my Switch code is, just email me or text me at Spirekin on Twitter, and we'll set up something. Maybe we'll play Splatoon, or maybe we'll play Mario Kart, and I'll kick your ass, or worse, Greta will kick your ass. We'll stay. Now, that that is out of the way, you're probably wondering why I had so much machismo, so much testosterone, so much manliness. Well... Let's be honest, I spun that one, that only, The Wheel of Manga, and it dictated unto me that I'd be reviewing a manga that, let's be honest, it is like the love child of Blackjack and Fist of the North Star. It is completely crazy and out there. It's not up to the level of Ricky O, where I just was like, oh, okay, fuck it, I just, I give up. It's not that bad, but it's close to it, it really is. Now, also... Before I get into that manga, I have to remind you, we've changed our release schedule a little bit. Now, officially, from this month to the end of the month, right before the big B-Day, it's going to be two episodes a week for manga review. Movie reviews will be whenever. We have Thor coming out on Friday, and then we have a couple of other reviews, including a movie which involves some superheroes that may or may not be on the CW. I don't know, I'm a little, I feel a little weird about it, because Ben Affleck, and he didn't do that great, well, more formally, Henry Cavill didn't do that great, and him with his fake mustache, but I digress. So, with that in mind, remember, I spun that one the only The Wheel of Manga, and it dictated to me that I'd be reviewing a manga that was written by Mafune Kazuo. Now, this is a guy who wrote Raijin Rising, which is a sports manga about boxing. He also wrote several other... Sports mangas about baseball and basketball. So for him to write about this topic, I'm pretty sure he's not qualified. But I guess he just went to a thesaurus and an encyclopedia and said, Okay, this is how this works. Yeah. I mean, Baki made it work when you could just take a pair of tenants and then tie them together and it works. This will work. Yeah. And this manga he wrote was written in 1988 by Kodansha. So it's a shonen series. And more importantly that, there's 44 volumes of this. Plus two spin-offs. And one is Ascendant series. I don't even know how the fuck they can make this Ascendant series at this point. Because it is so crazy. And what am I talking about? I am talking about Super Dr. K. Now Super Dr. K is the story of K. Now K is this man. He is a man Who has great pedigree. There's a legend about this guy. That he just appeared at a school one day. And he was an amazing medical student. And apparently his entire family was amazing medical professionals. And he trained to be the best he could be. And he astonished everybody. He was amazing at an international level. He would do things that no one would ever expect. And then one day he just disappears. Just poof in the air. And no one knows what happened to him. But now... Whenever he is needed, K appears, the man with the face of a beast, the body of a beast, and the skills of the hands of God. Wow, this is completely pretentious and full of testosterone. I feel like I want to fight a bear right now because it is so crazy. It is ridiculous. So the manga actually opens up where you have this guy who's part of a group of Gang members, and they're just talking, like saying, You know, we haven't stuck anybody up today. We've just been sitting here smoking cigarettes. We need some money. And this one guy named Mashiro says, Hey, I know what I'll do. I see a loser right over there. Turns out this loser he points at is his twin brother. And he's like, Hey, we're going to beat you up. Give us all your money. It's like, Listen, bro, I, I, brother, I can't. I'm going to the doctor. Oh, you're going to the doctor, huh? Well, You you got money to go to the doctor, so give me some money. He's like, I can't, I really can't. I just, I gotta go, please. I beg of you, little brother, please. And his brother beats the hell out of his older brother, punching him in the face, in the jaw. Apparently they're twins, which makes no sense because one of them has that pompadour Yakuza look, which looks so stupid, the biker bum look. But as he's beating him up, his boss shows up and he starts beating up this guy. But as he's beating him up, suddenly this guy comes out of the crowd. And he looks like he should be in the post-apocalypse He has a huge cape No, it's, actually it's a cloak A cloak across his body He has these huge bracers These giant thick arms and chest I'm surprised he does not have seven scars on his chest In the shape of the Big Dipper This guy comes and he punches out the gang leader He picks up this kid who's been beaten up And he takes him to the hospital He says, look, my hospital is here, my physician is here and just by looking at him, this man, this mysterious figure, knows exactly what is wrong with him. He says, oh, it's your kidney, isn't it? And he knows his kidney is failing and he needs a transplant. But he'll never find a transplant. Because the only person who could possibly give him a transplant without there being any problems is his twin brother. His twin brother refuses. His doctor goes to the twin brother says, no. And he goes and they said no. So, they figure they're going to find this guy who beat him up and they're going to take money back from him. And so, riding their motorcycles, suddenly a car accident happens. And Mashiro, the punk's bike, flips over and he gets launched into a bunch of barrels, which cause a huge fire and he's engulfed in flames. And who saves him? This manly man with his cape just runs into the flames, picks up a barrel with one hand, throws it across the street, and he pulls this guy out of the fire without being burned at all. Now, does this seem completely insane at this point? Uh, for me, I was like, okay, this is just ridiculous. It's like, this is just uber manly. Where's it getting to the point? But he ends up taking him to the hospital, and then he gets a brilliant idea. He's like, because Mashiro is repenting. He's like, I, you know what? I love my brother. I know I'm a dick to him, but I don't want him to die. Listen, I am going to die with all these burns, so take my kidney, give it to my brother, he'll be fine. And this guy's like, No, I'll save you both. Attending doctor, shut the hell up. I'll do I'll do the procedure. So he goes into the operating theater with both brothers. He's like, I'm gonna save both of them. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take both kidneys out of the the younger brother, put them into the the Older brother, take the older brother's kidneys, take them out, take his one functioning kidney, put it in the other one. And then we're going to skin graft half the skin from the older brother onto the younger brother so he'll be fine. And they'll both survive. And the staff is looking at him like he's completely batshit crazy. And he's like, I don't need your help, I can do it myself. And he's doing it himself. And it, it gets to the point when he's literally... He's like, we need to get the microscope ready for microsurgery. There's no time for that. And he just uses one hand in like a fishing pole sews the tendon together where you don't even see it. It is just, it's not like Osama Tezuka where you actually saw and understood how this surgery works. Because Osama Tezuka was a practicing physician. He understood, he explained how everything worked. He's how I know that a hernia is just when the intestines actually get twisted into a knot. This is not that. This is just, okay, he burned and now we have to reattach this. Later on, it gets to the point where he has to save a corrupt old man and he's going to do a surgery with two people and he does it because he does it. There is no rhyme or logical reason why he does this, but he does it. He saves the day, the brothers reconcile, and this man with his big cape walks away. And the practicing doctor says, listen, you're amazing. You're like a god in there. Where do you study? Where do you work? He's like, I don't study for anybody, but if you need me, my name is K for Kazuya. And he walks away. And this is where this starts. This is very similar to Blackjack, where they're kind of episodic stories, but there actually is an overarching plot. Unlike Blackjack, where you can read it out of sequence, the overarching plot is that Kazuya's entire family, where every single guy was named with a K, they are amazing doctors. But the rich and powerful want to use them for their own nefarious purposes. They want them to take, transplant the organs of innocent individuals into themselves and make them live forever. They're despots who want to hire him to make super immortal soldiers. And he just wants to live in peace and be alone and practice not publicly. The second chapter of this is him get invo- getting involved in a building that collapses Showing a little boy, hey, that guy died there. Your mother's going to die too unless you help me save her. It's like, man, his, your, his mother's dying. Show a little bit of niceness. Even Blackjack isn't that much of a dick. This guy's like super crazy dick. Like He's like, I have no medical tools, but I'll save her. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take this bottle of shochu I have and pour it on the needle I have that I found on the street. But first I'm going to drink it so I can do this surgery. And then he gets to the point where the building collapses further and he has to use his manly arms to hold up the building while instructing this five-year-old kid to do surgery on his mother with a broken beer bottle and her hairpin. Without a transfusion, while threatening his son whenever he cries, Your mom's going to die in two minutes and thirty seconds. You have to do this now. I understand, you have to stress this out, but this is a child. You know? <clears throat> the end of this doesn't involve him saying, well, this that's the man who helped me become a man. It's like, yeah, this guy's just a complete dick. It gets to the point when there's an old man who hits someone because the person's a perfect match for him for his heart. And Kay is coerced into helping him out And Kay ends up saving the kid and saving the old man. But the old man, seeing the kid still alive, has a heart attack and dies. And then his assistant, who Kay punches out for doing such a horrible thing as killing... Attempting to kill a kid just to save his boss... Has threatened vengeance upon Kay. And spends an entire chapter, volume, trying to kill Kay through weird, insane ways. Including shooting him... While he's with a friend who he had to amputate his arm back to save him because he was run over by a train. And this is fucking ridiculous. One, this guy looks like he is the son of Kenshiro. And he acts like the son of Kenshiro. He doesn't talk. And he just does these ludicrous things which are crazy. I'm just expecting at this point for the world and him just to walk across the earth. Beating the shit out of bad guys. Touching them and making them explode. And it has the blackjack element of he is going from place to place, but he doesn't charge any money. He just says, I am here. I'll save the day. I'm an underground surgeon because I'm an underground surgeon, but he's not an underground surgeon. He's just a doctor who's without borders. That's all he is. He's not really as compelling as blackjack. He's just like Kenjiro if he had a medical license or didn't have a medical license. We really don't know if this guy graduated or not. He went to the most prestigious school in Japan, the Imperial Medical College. which I don't even know if that's a real thing. If it is, Email me, Zanspirek.com. I don't know. I really don't know. All I know is that this manga is. <laughs> Fuck if I know. I cannot. I just. There's 44 volumes of this. I just don't understand how it is. It's like. Like, Kenshiro I get. It's a, a, a flowing narrative. Rikkyo I get. Rikkyo is just batshit crazy. Jojo's I get. JoJo's is batshit crazy. This is riding the line between batshit crazy and brilliant. And I just don't i don't get it. I, I'm like baffled by this. I mean, for that reason alone, it does, I know what grade I'm going to give it. I mean, the art is old and antiquated, but it came out from 1988. And, I mean, I just, I'm going to give this a borrow from a friend and don't return all the software pocket just because it is so fucking baffling. It's like it's intriguing, but it's also not. It's like watching a car accident. You're just like, what the hell's going to happen now? It's not interesting. It's just what the hell's going to happen now, and how is, how does, Mafune justify this insanity? I mean, I'm just I want to read his sports magazine to see if they're just as insane. There's really no narrative or structure to it. There's no compelling characters. The only character that's come back so far is the guy who's trying to kill him, and his. The guy who saved the kid in the first chapter. That's it. There's no one else. I I just, I I don't fucking know. I just, I'm just, yeah. More from a friend. Don't return us off for Pocky because, well, honestly, it's crazy. If you don't like medical dramas, you're not going to like this. If you like just manly manliness and just absurd manliness, you'll love this. Like I said, if you like blackjack, you may not like this because it doesn't have the finesse of blackjack. It's not as nuanced as blackjack. This is like the Daniel Craig, James Bond versus Sean Connery. Sean Connery is a fine, honed, sharp s- scalpel, while Daniel Craig is a just a very jagged baseball bat. While it is true that he does things where no one knows how he does it, like him able to sew together tendons and you don't see any of the wounds... I mean it's not Baki ridiculous where he just takes a tendency ties them together and they suddenly work. It has some semblance of science, but really what the fuck? <sighs> anyway, I digress. So remember you can check out any of our earlier episodes at ww.sparking.com. You can email us at sparkin at gmail.com. I am at zansparkin.com. We're at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, MySpace. If you want, you can leave me a wonderful, amazing star rating on iTunes. Say how much you like us. Put it five stars. We're currently at nine stars and nine reviews. Leave us a review. Tell me what you like or what you don't like. Or send me an email with what you want me to review next because there are so many good titles and so much cool stuff coming out as of late that I want to review it all, but I just need something that I want to know what you guys think. Anyway, so... Now that's out of the way. Let's get to that part you've all been waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. The <laughs> Except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with ten slots on it. And what we're going to do is we're going to spin that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And whenever it, number it lands, and that's reviewing the next episode of the Spyric and Manga Review, episode 227, which is actually coming out tomorrow, because if you listen to my statement from earlier, the new release schedule, it's two a week. So this, is, well, this week it's three because we're almost from yesterday. Anyway, so we're going to spin and see what we're going to review in the next episode of the Spyric and Manga Review. So, let's see what we're going to spin, shall we? Number five. So, in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, episode 227, we're going to be reviewing a manga which has a really, really long name. It is Dokyonin Wahiza Tokidoki. Atama no ue. Or if I translate this. Hold on. Let me look. It is going to be my housemate sits on my lap sometimes. The hell is that about? Is this some sort of weird kinky like what did we have for dinner yesterday? I, Well, I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. Hopefully it is something different and something unique. I don't know. But anyway... I guess that's it for this episode. Remember, you took it over earlier episodes at www.spark.com. You can email me, and I guess that's it. So this is your host, Zahn, saying konnichiwa, loha, bonjourno, and what's up. And I'm Gonesville. I'll catch you guys next time.
1: We're men among men, and manly men. Yes, manly men are we. We're men among manly men, among manly manly men are we. We'll sail up north and cross the ice and cross the barren snow fields. You gotta be tough and you gotta be a man to club the baby harp seal. To club the baby harp seal. We're men among men and manly men, yes, manly men are we. We're men among manly men among manly, manly men, are we? We'll drive out west on a buffalo, hunt in a venture, bold and daring We'll shoot one again, and again, and again, while the others stand there staring While the others stand there staring We're men among men, and manly men, yes manly men are we We're men among manly men, among manly manly men are we